Hey guys, this is Star Vehicle. What's up? We're back after um, an unplanned hiatus, I would like to say. Uh, unplanned at the time, but planned in retrospect. In retrospect, deeply planned. Deeply planned, and now we're back for season three. Yeah, this is season three. Surprise. Did you know? <laughs> we weren't sure, but like we were, then we were like. Now we're sure. Yeah. It's kind of like very Taylor Swift eras. Like we listen for the fan theory, and then when people are whispering of a season three, we hit you with a season three. You people know? People were doing it. was the numerology. It all added up. Mm-hmm. Today's August 18th. You do the math. Season That's three. Three. <laughs> it is three. So you're welcome. I'm very cool that our seasons have been mirroring your law school schedule. I'm loving. Yeah, it's almost like it's following the academic calendar. Weird. Because this is a curriculum. Oh, for sure. We've talked about this many a time. Yeah, it is. And I was was waiting to share with you because I've had a pretty exciting morning. (gasps) Okay. I was recently recently given something I haven't gotten since I was in like high school. Oh which my God. is a Starbucks gift card. Shut the I don't fuck go up. to Starbucks. I don't go to Starbucks. I go to Pret. You know, I famously have a Pret subscription. I go all the time. Oh yeah, we talked about but... it in the season finale, the ice cream card. <laughs> the season finale. <laughs> okay, I I honestly, when I tell you, and this is this is uh, this is the truth, I have not stepped foot in a Starbucks in years. Okay, years. brag. Holy crap. Years, and I went today, gift card in tow, ready to just get something. And I was shocked because the one thing that I, I remember about Starbucks is just like, it, it, it's all the options, right? Like, yes. you can get so, so many things. And I was really shocked to see that they've kind of, they made it more like a boutique where, you know, they only have like one size of the t-shirt out. Like, the menu is very mm. pared down. Like, you really have to know. You have to know what you want to order. Whoa, this makes me, this my mind is Like, really... they don't have all the options on the board. No, I know. I'm trying to think if you probably... It was very unsettling. You probably walked into one of those like revamped ones. The ones that look like a... very modern. Chic. They look like a distillery. Like they're just very... Yeah, wrought iron. A lot of iron, wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't... I hate those ones, but they do... They're cropping up left and right now. Very annoying. So the one thing that I did see on the menu, which I've never had before, and I, I can't even tell you why I ordered it... Was I know an, I've never seen you drink something that milky. Hold it up. No, so milky. <laughs> I ordered because it was the most expensive thing on the menu, and I thought gift I have card. a gift card. <laughs> so are, I got what a are you ven- five. I, <laughs> so I got a venti. Hate bragging. That's the big one. Iced caramel macchiato. Oh, now, Steven. I, now oh. when I. And I ordered it, and I thought, and she said that'll be seven fifty, and I thought, no problem. Like, <laughs> I have a gift card. Gift card. <laughs> I could get two if I wanted, and so I paid for it with the gift card. And then I went and I watched them make it, and they literally filled up eight tenths of it with milk, with whole milk, just <laughs> milk. Like they didn't even steam it. They didn't do anything to prepare nope. it. They just they just poured it in nope. cold. I don't know about you. I don't know what this is. It's like remnants of like diet culture. I panic when I see it. I'm like, slow down. Stop filling with milk. So, and then I looked and it was like, whoa, it's like it's like 800 calories. And yeah. I was like, oh, oops. I'm sure you Pelotoned this morning. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you're fine. But it was just, it was just, it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't even want this. No, I know. And then you take a sip and you're like, why did I sway from my black coffee that I get? And Let it's me like, I mean, it's, this is an audio thing, but it's just like, it's just, it's just coffee swimming on top of milk. Guys, for those at home, since we're not filming, 
It is and a the venti caramel's cup all stuck to the bottom. With caramel stuck to the bottom, pure white milk about I'd say like five <laughs> inches up. Then it slowly you could blends. drown. You could drown in the milk. You could drown in this milk. Then it slowly fades into like a caramel color yeah, um, yeah, yeah. at the top. And Stephen has had I don't know an inch off the top. I don't like it. It doesn't taste very good. No, it's anytime I sway from um, black I coffee. I just had an, an iced coffee. No, anytime I stray, I hate myself. Yesterday, I walked in late in the day and I was like, I shouldn't do coffee. I got a fucking frozen lemonade refresher. Disgusting. Oh, Threw it away. Our, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those don't appeal to me. It was like um, a texture thing. There was like little seeds in it. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. anyway... I still have a few more dollars left on the card, so I'll go back. But um, yeah, get your get your grande black. I'll get something coffee. standard, no classic. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was also thinking that I feel like we really ushered in. Uh, you know how everyone's celebrating movies this summer? They're celebrating those two movies this summer. Those two, yes. Those two movies, and I was like, that really, that was basically what we've been asking for, which was put hot movie stars. In movies, mm-hmm. and people will like it. Literally, we've been saying this. And the that's whole what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. So again, people are shocked. People are shocked. You know, put Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Killian Murphy, Emily yeah. Blunt. I mean, you put hot people Florence. in front of the camera. Florence Pugh. Yeah, butts and seats, people. It's not hard. We've been saying it's it not- since <laughs> the dawn of the pod, and probably before that. Yeah. I'll take credit for it as far back as Picture Perfect 1997. 1997. That was our idea. Take hot, hot Jennifer Aniston off the set of Friends and throw her in a movie, you know? Throw her in a leading role. Of course. She needed her own vehicle. But um, this summer has been so fun. I just want to say. I really hope for more. Yeah. No, I think it's, you know, it could be the start of something good. Um, it could be the start, you know, maybe we want to see more Jen Aniston. I don't know. She's busy. She's busy on the morning show. Oh, is that still running? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I haven't seen it. Didn't do my research. (laughs) I mean, I haven't seen it either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fun, fun, fresh, funky, fresh for season three. We've never touched Jennifer Aniston. This is fun. Yeah, we never touched her. We never, like t- we never dared touch her because you know what? You want to what we don't taint our podcast with? TV stars, okay? Yeah, TV. TV, ew. Because they're disgusting. She is so ne- hot. <laughs> you know, Jennifer Aniston, you know, some people, to some, she's, she's, she's the first comedian, probably, to some people. Probably. First female comedian is Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I bet, you know, so for some insulting. people, that's true. No, I mean, why not? I feel like for some people, she is the first female comedian. Do you want to know how I knew but her growing up? How? Bruce Almighty's girlfriend. Bruce Almighty's girlfriend. <laughs> so that's a good, yeah, I do like that movie. It, what? Wait, side note, sidebar, we can't go into it. It's, it's really hard to watch as an adult, by the way. I haven't seen it in a while. He is just acting like a raging, raging angry man and it's really hard to watch her get like sort of abused but not be able to say anything because it's not in the screenplay it's really hard mm. it's tough well we're not talking about bruce almighty no nope. we're talking about picture picture perfect picture perfect Pee-pee. which we were before we started we were starting to we were trying to think like what is the what is the theme what oh. is the what is the takeaway of this movie and then 
I didn't have an answer for you. And you didn't have an answer for me. Well, it's devastating and for me because I was I was going <laughs> to sign on today to consult the man However, in the room. I've been thinking about it for the better part of the last ten minutes. Uh-huh. And I think that I think it it's it's thinking about it as a movie is I think the wrong approach. I find I found the movie to be more of like a like a, an instructional video, like a how to. Like this reminded me of something you would watch when you were like learning about puberty, like how to be an how to how to be an adult like i felt like they were they were kind of taking us through the steps about what to do can to i be say a woman. this would have fucked me up if i saw this as a kid i yeah. finished this movie thinking i wrote this down we i think we owe women an apology just like a blanket worldwide apology and this is the first i'm the first person to ever come up with this idea <laughs> that we owe women apologies <laughs> What are we supposed to glean from this? Do, yeah. Am I supposed to be married to have a career or not? Because or not. this movie literally is like, t- just takes the opposite of a rom-com. Like, you know, the the yeah. the proposal. Okay. She's too busy to have a husband. She's too busy. And just kind of slaps you in the face with, no bitch, <laughs> get married. Yeah, I think it does. I I think it does beg the question. Maybe like maybe you should get maybe you should get married. Maybe you should do all of like the gendered, stereotypey, tropey things if you want to get yeah. ahead at the office. Yeah, and and like how bad would that be for you? It'd be great. You have to for give a company. little to get a little. I will get there when we get there. I was truly unwell when the boss man is like trying to paint that argument (laughs) okay but here's what i will say i appreciate i appreciate a point of view and i appreciate he had one (laughs) and he had one and the movie has a point of view and i i've been rewatching project runway seasons one through six i'm on season six right now and michael the judges are always saying that michael kors is always saying that he's always saying you know that's a that is a a nasty, nasty outfit, but at least you had a point of view. Mm-hmm. And in acting, versus, we say, I'm seeing choices. Yeah, like versus choices. the safe outfit that's well-constructed, but it doesn't have a point of view. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and they always send the boring outfit home versus over the ugly outfit. Mm-hmm. So And nine out of ten I, times, picture perfect, slam dunk, because it has a point of view. <laughs> it has a point of view. And so on that on that aspect, you know, that's what... That's what art does. It allows you to have these discussions. This is the kind of movie you want to see in the theater and then you want to go to the cafe and light up a cigarette and just talk about talk about talk about the film. Yeah. This is just And you're going to get really you're going to get provoking. different, you're going to get different views, which is so good. You're going to get people that are going to be like, "Oh, I I agree." And then you're going to get people that say, "I don't agree." And then you're going to have a discussion. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. that's that's what this movie is. For sure. It's a it's a lightning rod. Oh, wow. I would have loved to have lit up a cig and chatted this one over coffee. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what is begging me to do. And I think and and thank God, because here we are (laughs) to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in time because and and guess what? It's a it's a sexy, sexy movie. Oh, my God. Shocking. I was like, I have to cover my eyes. It's very avant garde in that way. It's insane. I was so shook by the fact that the men and the women have the same points of view in this movie. Both yeah. are, both of them are like, yes, you should be tied down. Like there is no 
man versus woman um, yeah. conflict in this, really. It's Yeah, it's like her mom, her boss, her coworker, mm-hmm. they all agree. Yes. And even Jed Aniston, I think, agrees. Yeah, it's it's like get married above all else. Even if it's like your third or fourth one, everyone is pro-marriage in this movie. And I did, and listen, I think his delivery was wrong. I don't, you know, I, I don't think he was communicating himself really effectively, but I do understand what Mr. Mercer, the boss, was getting at. Which was, a she's, a, she's a little bit of a flight risk. You know, she mm. keeps saying she's going to quit, and he's just saying, listen... Why am I going to invest in you if you're not investing in your investing in yourself? This movie was so So you can invest back in me. It was so chillingly like pro. And it, you can agree or disagree with him, but again, at least he had a point of view. He did. Oh, that he did. <laughs> this movie is so chillingly like pro business, pro capitalism, pro like give your life to the office or else, and no one is questioning it. Well, and I just Chanel, feel jarred. It's, for, it's an extra hundred fifty dollars a week. This is this is <laughs> this is important. That when she said that, my brain. that laugh that lost me when she was like, "You could be making hundred fifty dollars more a week." Yeah, I'm like, peace, bye, peace. <laughs> what do we think that is in today's dollars, though? Come on. Extra five hundred. Not enough. Not enough for that apartment. Not enough for that big, big apartment. No, I know. I know. And um, they were making such a show out of her being like a kid, right? She's such a kid. She's so young. She doesn't just for the part you want, the job you want. That was so confusing. Right, which was interesting because a lot of her her clothing was inappropriate. It was. It was very very childish. (laughs) I mean, we'll get to it. But when she went to the big mustard party. That was inappropriate. Oh, so and inappropriate. she got a lot of bad feedback. People were telling her that was a nice dress. It wasn't. No, it they was were lying to her face, lying through their teeth. Yeah. Inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate. But that's not how the movie starts. The movie starts. Mm-hmm. Over black, though. Uh, so it's not over... too inappropriate. No, no, no. But we do, we start hearing like these, these suggestive phrases being traded back and forth, which sounds like they're having adult time together mm-hmm. a man and a woman yeah and adam and eve nor- baby adam and eve when they now normally normally when you get these kinds of voiceovers where it's like not talking about mm, i know that, where you're going. but it's but it's talking of, around it mm-hmm. you're there it's a setup because they want you to think primed. it's something bad and then it's something not bad and like uh, my mind is racing i'm like oh this is double entendre i've heard about this before can't wait this Exactly. For once, I thought I'm one step ahead. Me too. I'm, I'm ahead of the movie, and then we cut to it, and no, it's literally—it's exactly what, what we thought. <laughs> it's like it's it's like I don't want to. I don't need to wear one. I've gotten tested, and I'm like, ooh. But he doesn't even say that. He's like, he's like, I don't need to wear one. Like, you're gonna love it without it. Yeah, blah blah blah. And I'm like, and I'm mm. thinking, huh? Raincoat? Like, <laughs> what is? He- I was like, thinking, tie, like, tie, like maybe he doesn't need to wear a tie, mm-hmm. something like that. I was like, I was but like, no. is it a food item? Like, you're going to love it without it? Okay, no, we don't need pepper, you know? Like, I'm just racking yes. my brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't need the black peppercorn in the soup. Yeah. You're going to love it. Yeah. No, they were literally talking about exactly what you thought. Yeah. So that was a shock. Shocking. I, I texted you, I said, oh my God, this movie's sexy. It is sexy. And she immediately 
cuts it off when he says he doesn't want to wrap it up mm-hmm. and she escorts him out. But it's it's so interesting because the scene is played, and again, this is what I'm saying, you need to light up a few cigarettes after and have a conversation mm-hmm. because we don't, you know, there's, uh, what, what, what the film is trying to communicate here is very unclear. Because on the one hand, we're supposed to think that she's being immature for not going through with it because he's like acting like she's acting weird. And then on the other hand, I'm like, well, she's being responsible, right? And she, and like, you know how the movie kind of goes into a good girl, bad girl thing? It's like she's being the good girl. And in these opening scenes, we we love this one key, one key um, life. That does get repeated that she's too good. She's too good. This, if, if we're like analyzing this from our star vehicle theory, which is like the one key moment that always opens the yeah. movie that kind of sets the tone for like the kind of girl she is. I'm yeah. like, okay, so she's boundaried. She respects yeah. herself. And we're, I thought we were supposed to get like unlucky in love. This is me smoking the cigarette, like tossing yeah. the ball back at you. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think more importantly, it very much operates from like the only thing that could happen from her going through with this is that she would have kids. And then... Uh, she doesn't want kids, which is also a red flag because she should want kids. She should. Even if it's from this guy. This is I would love to get somebody who saw this in ninety seven and I'm just like, how did you take this? Because I'm just like I get no ish I have no issues with this. It's wonderful. I know. If I could use a time travel machine Ugh, and I only right got back. one shot, I go right back to opening night and I sit outside the the theater and interview everyone. What'd you think? <laughs> what'd you think hey uh opening moments of the movie i I can only imagine that in 97 they're like whoa what a fucking square like she should have went through with it no i think that's definitely what they're trying to play up which is like she's she's not 21 she's she's i guess i don't know what she's supposed to be like so it's ambiguous until like minute 40 in the movie but they do reveal she's 28 and i almost threw up i was like okay so she's 28 yeah. yeah, I think I think what they are definitely trying to portray is that she's good by refusing him. Mm-hmm. However, she's too good because she probably should have just said yes. <laughs> yeah, um, lost, lost on lost. a lost on a modern audience. It just but to good. communicate that to communicate that she's good and that she's she's too good, right? You know those those ping those like nine square things where they're always like. Good, chaotic, good, chaotic, neutral. Oh, yeah. She's like lawful, good, and it's like it's like that's bad. That's bad. So too extreme. It was just it was just like it was a tough situation to communicate that. But again, I'm like, why do we let films like Inception pass where it's confusing and we just we talk about it, mm-hmm. but we don't afford that space to talk to Picture Perfect. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. I need a minute. Wow. Like there's a you could think about it in different ways. Uh-huh. But I did I will say this, I did love love the butterfly cover up that she put on. I thought it was very cute. Oh my god, it was so cute. I was like, "Can I get this?" at like a I local was like, store? "That's nice. That's nice." Oh, I have to admit I was loving her outfits in this. I was loving them so much that I I had a hard time yeah. when they were criticizing them cuz I was like, "What's the problem?" Yeah, no, no, no. What's funny is that, like, at work, she's dressed. I, I, her skirts and business blazers are actually very now. They are super now. And when she when she went to work with a backwards Nike hat, I was like, whoa. She's yeah, so cool. it was it was really cool. So, but I did love. I really loved the butterfly cardigan. Um, mm-hmm. 
and she had some amazing updos as well. Those pretty twists. Yeah. No, she looked she looked she looked wonderful. But um yeah, it was a confusing first scene because you really don't know what to do with it. And then Yeah, I'm I like, think... let's just keep watching. It's where I'm at, you know? Yeah. Just keep going. And then we see her, I think the next scene is when she I guess she's going to work, right? Mm-hmm. And I think she's commuting to work. Yeah. With her. I think the outfits at this point were supposed to be like, that's young. She's like a kid. Yeah. Cause in comparison to her BFF, which great best friend work in this, she Yeah, I never saw her again. I that I had to look up that woman because I was like, damn, where are you? Um, oh, where my macchiato? Get, take a sip. You hear all the ice. <laughs> um, she her best friend looks a decade older than her, but they make it a point to be like, <laughs> you're the same age as, as your friend over here, and she's got a house she can't afford. And I'm like, what? and I will. I think you have to. We have to be honest about that. I mean, this woman could be her mother. Could, the yeah. way that she's the way that she's styled and the way that they do her makeup. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. It's a heavy eye. They're making, they're aging her at least 10 years. Yeah. And I, and I kind of like, I know movies like this. They like to trick me. So I was like, okay, this Jennifer Aniston's going to be 25 to 29. Yeah. And her coworker is going to be 35 and it's going to be like a mentor type. Nope. <laughs> that was unclear because when, when we're first introduced to her, her coworker friend, you definitely think like it's her boss. Yeah, you don't think that they're on even ground, and no, but they are. No, no. And I was happy to see that it was New York City. I was a little bit, I was a little worried what town we were in. Mm-hmm. You never know. Sometimes, sometimes they like to do Chicago. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna like, think it's New York City until I'm you make s- a specific reference. Right. So it was very helpful to see that it was New York City. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can um, breathe. You know, like I know yeah, yeah, yeah. her. I know New York City. I know this girl. And mm-hmm. um, they were I, I they were smoking in the bathroom, which was kind of cute. Very that was cute. very Loved like, it. you know. Um, very smoking or like, non. You know, do you remember those days? <laughs> of the restaurant? Yeah. You just you went to a restaurant and you're, <laughs> they'd ask your parents smoking or non. And your parents would go, non-smoking, please. <laughs> but the smoke same. would waft over from the smoking session anyway, so it didn't make any sense. From the sense. half wall divider. <laughs> you just smelled it no matter where you went. I have such a clear memory of being at a Bennigan's eating a brownie sundae and just wafting smoke. Yeah. It was always it was always a lull when you got seated at the table, like right on the no man's land in between <laughs> Smoking and non. Smoking and non. And it was like, okay, sure. <laughs> It really affects the taste of my brownie sundae. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting that we did that. Ugh, blast um, from the past. Okay. When is it pretty soon thereafter? There's that meeting where yeah. she's gonna give her madman pitch for golden yeah. mustard. Yeah, this is this is like this is like her first not her first day at work, but mm-hmm. this is the first day we see her at work mm-hmm. is when she gives her mustard pitch. Shocking which, pitch. For number two, but, for number two, listen. I bet. I bet it was. I bet it was good. I bet the pitch was good. It was just. It. It happened so fast that I didn't. I didn't register it because mm. I didn't think. I didn't think the whole movie was gonna hinge on mustard. On this one pitch for mustard. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. You, you're not making a meal out of it. You're not really. You're like, oh, this is gonna be a throwaway scene to just show us how she is at work. No. 
no you no, should like this is this is the attention. whole plot of the movie this is, is this pit this mustard ad with cindy crawford which by the way we never see no we never see lame her and this is this is right out of j-lo's playbook which is going to work but we never see the work product <laughs> we never see it also she's very high up it seems for 28 she's doing well and yeah. the way that the movie uh the filming i mean she's in, in the room she's in the room pitching she's in the room with all these people and um you're right that to it's use hard the word to ungrateful like... wait what i said i hate to use the word ungrateful but you know the shoe fits <laughs> I mean, I think it's worth having the conversation. Okay, go ahead. No, okay, I'm trying to think. So, yeah, I knew by the framing and the way the camera, like, pans in and I guess, like, the sound cues, like, oh, okay, she's making a great pitch. This is, like, very Don Draper. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then my suspicions are confirmed in the next frame when we cut to the street <laughs> and her friend says, that was so good, I could barely keep my legs closed. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? No, I I agree that when we cut to that scene after, I definitely was like, oh, oh, that was good. Oh, that was that was that was. was (laughs) And and folks at home, I I implore you to watch the movie. But they're making a pitch for the number two mustard in the The country. The number two mustard. So she she makes this comparison to Cindy Crawford being number two in her class, and it's like sometimes number two is just fine. Yeah. Which, you know, certainly creative, certainly creative. I don't know how many manufacturers would want to highlight that. But again, (laughs) again, that's the conversation piece. Mm. It's it's interesting. It's new. It's fresh. And yeah, it was as a boss. I wouldn't be comfortable going to a brand with the pitch of highlighting number two. Right, no. I wouldn't. I mean, that's risky. That's really risky. It could pay off because they want people to try it, but I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I thought, I thought, how do you, those two forces colliding in your ad, you have humor of the number two mm-hmm. with sexy Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Who, I mean, not known for her humor, but I just thought, I thought that could be a tough sell. Yeah. But it is, it's good enough to get them out of the office because they say, we're not leaving until we have a viable pitch. And yeah. cut two, we're on the street. The friend has made a comment like, that was the sexiest pitch I've ever heard, which is insane. Yeah. And uh, Jen stops on the street and points to a Calvin Klein ad. And she's like, I want that. Yeah. So she has big dreams. She has big dreams. And I think that, I think that this becomes an issue with her age which is that she doesn't she doesn't have she doesn't have big picture thinking you know in the sense that she wants all she wants everything right now yeah she wants to be mm-hmm. doing the super bowl ad at 28 yeah and she doesn't want to wait she does say she goes what if i don't want to wait to the boss man right. Again, really unclear messaging when the friend who has everything that you want is your same age. Like, I agree. That was I so think, odd. I think it makes, I think it only makes more sense when I think it's like the next day at work when they do a meeting and they say how successful the pitch was. Mm-hmm. And then they start to announce the team and she's not included. She's passed on. That yeah. I do understand. Yeah, that hurts because she pretty much. 
she carried that meeting on her back with that pitch that we think yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The number and two pitch. And I, I did understand why she would feel slighted. So that 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 does that, that makes sense. That landed, and I loved that little bit of rage. She goes, "I'm gonna go Xerox my resume before this healthy rage wears off." And I was like, "Good for you, yes." Yeah, yeah, harness yeah. that. And like in some of these conversations. Like, this is when we also start to hear, I don't know who says it to her, whether it's her best friend or if it's, or if it's the boss or whatever, but they, they literally say like, you're too nice. Like, you're too nice. You're not, you're not really a shark. You're not a killer. Confusing. Um, Right. It's confusing because it doesn't seem like anybody has any edge there at all. Um, And... The last thing that she hears before she heads out for the weekend is from her friend. She's like, listen, don't you have that wedding this weekend? Yeah, don't you Go have enjoy the wedding? We- Go enjoy the wedding. Go enjoy it. The wedding. I'll take care of this because her friend was put on the account. Yeah. Not her. She's like, leave it to me, babe. I got this. You go enjoy yourself at that wedding. Yeah. And this is where they could have really ratcheted up the drama because they could have been like, they could have played it out where like, where she was really pissed at her best friend. Sure. A little bit more. Sure. A little healthy girl on girl competition. She didn't seem. She didn't seem to really mind. No, that her she friend didn't. Was put I, on I think it. there's like the one line that makes me okay with it, where the friend goes, "Look, I know I got you this job here, but you can yeah. handle this. You're great." And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's nice." True. Yeah. That and was friend, how they made that okay. How they reconciled that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So single girl at a wedding. Single girl at the wedding. And, and it's so classic, 97, just like, ha, 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 look at her. She's the only one without a boy. Yeah, she's the only single girl at the wedding. and <laughs> They don't they toss do... a bouquet. They just hand it to her. <laughs> they hand it to her because there's no one else to compete. Yeah. So they hand it to her. And there's one single guy there, too. The videographer. The videographer. Blink and you miss him because he's not special. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know that he was going to be an important character in the movie. Not at all. I had to go back and rewatch their first meeting because it was that insignificant. (laughs) And I've never seen the ritual where the only two single people sit on each other's laps in in a circle at the wedding. I didn't know that. Especially when one of them is just well, he was he was a friend of he did of the say. groom. He was a friend of the groom yeah. and that's the only way that made sense. Because they do the garter ceremony thing and the bouquet. And then the two the man and woman who win win that yeah. are supposed to do something <laughs> sexy together, which is very weird. <laughs> yeah. It was the one thing I would say about the wedding, which I did I did find a little bit tacky and I really don't like when people do this is when they when they when they leave like disposable cameras at your seat mm-hmm. and they're like you're the you're the photographer for our wedding yeah I literally did I was like did this movie invent that I'd believe it it's just like it's it's a little bit tacky because now you're having your guests work for you mm-hmm. and then then we find out that they're doing the same thing with him by making him video. He he records the wedding basically for free as a friend. Yeah, messed so up. I didn't love I didn't love that. Yeah. I didn't love that. Not nice. Um, hire hire somebody. Hire somebody. Um, so. But he follows Jen to the street. Yeah, he fo- he follows her to the street and he asks her to record a little message for them. 
the contents of which I'm blanking on. The thing is, if we're painting nice girl, the message is not that nice. <laughs> she like What leans, did she say? She leans in and she's like, and just so you know, if you get a big expensive present with no name on it, it's mine. It's from me. Me. I bought it. And I'm just like, whoa. Babe. Yeah, no, I think you're right. That's not. She's kind of like, I think that more over the nice girl they're painting like er erratic young kid like you said flight risk like she's out (laughs) at the drop of a hat because she's emotional you know like i'm out yeah 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 because that would make sense for that and such an insignificant first meeting with nick so much so that i don't even clock him i'm like okay the videographer next you know not even thinking this movie really pulls a switcheroo on you because (laughs) you do think it's going to be jen aniston and kevin bacon hardcore Right, because one thing that's been simmering the whole movie is that she's Kevin Bacon is a coworker of hers in the office, mm-hmm. and he uses her to go out for dinner. Except he doesn't take her; he just yeah. he just uses it as a business expense. Yeah, his like petty cash um, account. He's like yeah, and and we're supposed to get from like her longing glances across the office, like he's sexy and she wants him. Yeah, and yeah. she even says, like, well, if you're going to, like, buy those dinners, like, maybe you could just take me and yeah, we wouldn't have to lie about it. Yeah, why don't we just actually go? He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but this movie really shocked me. I think I have to go back and even look at the cover art because I could have sworn yeah. it was Jennifer Aniston and Kevin Bacon, but is it not? <laughs> I don't know. I was I mean, like, they I, end I up together don't... in this. That's what I thought. Let's look. Yeah. <laughs> I I I guess also I don't really know who that other guy is, that actor, so Yeah, the um, guy who plays Nick. Jay who Moore. Who plays Nick. Yeah. But, okay, so um, IMDB did change it to just a Jennifer Aniston cover. Oh, okay. Oh, this these this makes no sense. It's Jennifer Aniston standing in the middle of New York City, holding an umbrella mm-hmm. and rain is pouring on her, and the log line is she was prepared for anything until love stormed in. I I I did see that, and I tar- I did try to make sense of it, but I didn't. I mean, that's not what happens in the movie. Zero percent of this movie is rain, by the way. <laughs> okay. It's not a weather movie. There's no and... weather. You did make a really fun suggestion that maybe the opening where we, we were getting that sexy talk was him not wanting to wear like rain boots or an umbrella or a raincoat. Could have been sure. cool. Could have been cool. Could have been cool. And like then she meets this guy in the rain. Doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But um Okay, we're getting we're getting lost, but yeah. So anyway, she leaves the wedding. Again, she doesn't think anything about this guy. He doesn't think anything about her. Nope. Well, I guess he does. We've come to find out, but like he it it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing she leaves with are some Polaroids from the wedding of yep. her sitting on his lap when they do that weird like ceremony thing yeah that where they show. shame the single people yep and <laughs> she goes back to the office on monday morning and she shows the polaroids to her co-worker and her co-worker very very much like um the other maid in made in manhattan is like <laughs> oh i'm gonna use this i'm gonna get you a promotion yeah her wheels are you, spin spinning spinning <laughs> without you asking for it <laughs> Because what we found out is that one of the big reasons she didn't get the account is because her boss is like, listen, this is our biggest account. This these must this big mustard energy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, big mustard money. And 
the last thing we want is to put you on the account. And then since you don't have a mortgage or a husband, you just get up and leave and take them with you. Yeah. Also pretty sure his speech would be illegal today. You cannot say that to a, a worker. There's no way. Oh, that's okay. That's what I'm saying is that again, I, I don't think I, 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 he had a point of view and I think that he was raising valid concerns. He just didn't do it in a tactful way. Oh no. And it, and it was like very gaslighty too for the audience. Cause I'm like, he's saying it really nicely. Like he's doing it kind of cordially. Listen, I, I, I can't say that I was on his side, but I definitely heard him. I heard him. You know what I mean? Like I full body heard him and I thought, he has a point. Oh, you were listening. You were listening. Well, I, was, I didn't hear. What's the difference? I didn't hear him. I listened. You didn't just hear. Like you were listening. Full body. I was, list, I was full body listening. And I, I did think to myself, he's got a point. I was so confused after that. And it did take me like a second watch to just be like, oh, okay, I get it. She's single. And he's like, I'm not about to set you up with my biggest client. He says this. And it's yeah. very clear. It's good. I'm not about to set you up with my best client. <laughs> it was it's clear. Good. It's very clear. Um, and have you run because you don't have a car that you can't afford? And very funny, he goes, I co-signed for Mr. Kevin Bacon's uh, Mercedes over here. He's not going anywhere. He goes, I was happy to do it. <laughs> so fucked up. That's right. And it's important because he's like, listen, I, I agree. Like, this is where you'd have those interesting conversations, you know, with the someone who's a boss and someone who's just a, an employee. Yeah. And they have, you the know, they're battling it out. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I did understand. So I thought. He's like, again, oh, we need to get her trapped or else. <laughs> or else she could leave. She could leave. Or else she could figure out that she has something else better than this. Yeah. And we don't want that. We don't want that. And the weird thing is they're building a Jennifer Aniston with agency. So a little conflicting. Like she kicks the man out in the beginning for not wanting to wear um, the, you know. <laughs> Rain jacket. Rain jacket, raincoat. And so like she she's a woman with agency and she's trying to harness this health, healthy rage and her bright bright light bulb of a best friend is like, Don't worry, I got this and yeah. uses the Polaroid of Jen Aniston and Nick to lie mm-hmm. for her. Right. And says, Look, so, she is engaged. She is tied down. Calm right. everybody take your seat. Calm down. Yeah, and she does this when Jen Aniston isn't in the room. Mm-hmm. So then she gets the promotion, and then we we start to piece it together that her friend, like you're just saying, created this story. Yeah, that... well, the friend tells her in plain English. She tells yeah. her. She's <laughs> she Stephen. We don't have to piece it together. She tells her what she does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, you it's... know that Polaroid? Hey, kind of showed them. Um, you're getting married in March. I gave you nine months because I said you wanted a spring wedding. Like it's very thought out. And um, yeah. Jennifer has that really funny moment where she runs into the bathroom and she's just going, shit, shit, shit. And then the woman runs out of the stall. She's so scared. <laughs> and Jen, she's like, sorry, sorry. Sorry, ma'am, I'm sorry. <laughs> and again, I was like, again, like, this is a scene to talk about. Like, do you think she she was shaming her because maybe she was going number two and then she was That's, banging on the door? You know, it, it's like... It takes a guilty person to run out, you know. On That's that. what I'm saying. Why would you leave? Why would you, you leave? Do, if you a lot of number two humor in this, you guys. If you weren't doing that at work. Yeah, I feel um, like an essay question, like for our like curriculum, is like describe the ways in which number two come into play in this movie, and it could just be fun. It could be whimsical and like a throwaway, and it could be more serious. Yeah, but um, because Nick is number two. In her life. I she uh, Yeah, and the mustard's number two. And the mustard's okay. number two. 
and mom is like reconciling with like becoming number two in her daughter's life because by the way b story b plot is mom is like latching on to her yeah like she's it, a child treating this her like is a the kid. one this is the one b plot that i wish we got a little more yeah. action with because I love mom mom Played by Olympia Dukakis, does an, is an it's it's an incredible performance, incredible. and she's like an overbearing mom. However, the one thing that we're missing is like the who, what, where, when, why, and how. Literally, like I think all we're we're missing any reason for her doing this. Yeah, did she almost die as a kid of a heart murmur? Was there an accident? And I'm like thinking, I was thinking to myself like, oh, maybe she's just like mom who lives in the suburbs and very scared of her daughter in the big city. Like, no, mom lives in in the the city city too. (laughs) Like, I um, think it was giving codependence, like break up with your mom. Because they have some really weird conversations where um, mom comes in after freaking out and she had just been with Kevin Bacon and she's like, we had sex. (laughs) So gross. Yeah, it's like they have a relationship where they're in, they're like radically honest with each other, but they also keep secrets. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's both and. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you know, it's like if Laurie Metcalf had moved to New York City with with Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I love this reference. Yes, that's what it would have been like in ten years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very fun B plot. We're getting so. Chanel we're getting so many phone calls from mom on the answering machine the old 1990s landline tons of humor there very good yeah well there's like the one plot that springs it becomes like a recurring trope is that mom will call whenever and she has to pick pick up up. Mm -hmm. and if you she doesn't she's gonna show up to your apartment she thinks you're dead but like we didn't know that until it happened yeah and then it just it didn't we didn't know why she was doing it mm-hmm. so it was it it, it, it was certainly funny it, I, I I just wish there was we got a little bit more of the story that's all yeah they were trying to build the pattern in a pretty clunky way they just did it um I mean to continue on with the plot like she has the promotion right so she's on the Gildan Goldens $150 more a week 150 more a week which couldn't translate to too much more in today's dollars so yeah it should run and yeah. so things are kind of going well, but she's like in the middle of this lie. And um, that makes Kevin Bacon's character, Sam, perk up because he's like, yeah. oh, she's taken. Now I'm interested. I did like this plot. You did? Okay. So this movie was so sneaky. I um, Mandela affected that her and Kevin Bacon end up together on the poster in my head. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, what a sleazy, sleazy um, script choice for the male lead in this movie who Here's... she ends up marrying I said this is sleazy <laughs> you know okay I, I agree that it was a trick I, this movie was a trick I, it was a trick you think they're picture perfect they're not it's not them I, I here's what I thought would have been really interesting is like if they if they then showed her having an awakening of like wow he only wants me now because i'm taken mm-hmm. now i don't want him instead Great she's move. like no i love him yeah and i'm so happy this worked out no i know she's like I... this couldn't be better this couldn't have gone yeah. off better so when i say i loved it i loved it from the first few seconds and then once i realized <laughs> that she was into it i was like oh, i'm not into it anymore because <laughs> It was so off-putting, and I I was confused because I did think they end up together. So I'm like, 
I was like, I just can't wait to see how this shakes out. Like, how are we going to get out of this one? And I did see a more formulaic movie start to crop up in my mind. I was like, she's going to lead him on and blah, blah, blah. Like, never in a million years did I think she falls for Nick in this. Ever. Well, Didn't okay, cross my I, mind. He's it's insignificant. It's interesting that you say that because the one thing that I wrote down in the scene where um, Kevin Bacon and Jennifer Aniston are having their special time together and he's asking her all about him, which was weird. Yeah. I, I did start to think like, I wrote down like, A, wait, where was that wedding? And B, where does Nick live? Because mm. I couldn't, I was like, are they going to run into him on the street? Is he... I. It's there was no risk. Unc- there was like almost no risk. They're like, he lives in Boston. Where he, where, he lives in Boston. They, That's they pretty much was. say he lives in Boston. And she's like, oh, we can't do this right now, Kevin Bacon. Nick's about to call. And he's like, I can be fast. And it's like, you can ignore a phone call. It's really easy. Yeah. So. And Nick was never going to call. Okay, also. But then I, then I started thinking like you were thinking, which was, oh, he's far away. Like, we're never going to see him again. This is almost like, like we're now just going to like use these pictures to create a whole narrative and like she's going like he'll come back in the last five seconds or something like that i didn't i didn't i didn't <laughs> i didn't know where this was paper going. like i had no idea where this is going i paper shredded all the nick stuff because i didn't see him as significant that's how in, yeah. like that's how weird their first meeting was to me he's not even like the cute like male lead like they didn't take pains to make that happen for me you know yeah but he's weird looking I, She's crafting, she's crafted this whole narrative about him based on these Polaroids, about how he's a videographer. True. Yeah. But she Sometimes says he's like music a, videos, not true. He's a music video videographer. Yeah, not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody seems really excited about it. And like her best friend told her, the wedding is whatever, nine months away. And then at a certain point, the ad will go through. And then you can just say that the wedding is off and then no one will care. Yeah, and at no that point, you're, you'll are you already have the ad out and yeah. then you'll be fine. Yeah. And here's where the movie gets cooking because we get a little bit of a montage and very weird, um, I guess, 1990s plot point is that Jennifer Aniston is going to make Kevin Bacon jealous yeah. and make him want her even harder. So she, she and her girlfriend do some excellent rooftop work. I thought you would love that. They're laying there. I did like, I like that. I like that scene. I thought it was cute. So cute. They're laying on the rooftop, getting some getting sun. Some sun. And Kate calls the local florist and she's like, I'm going to send, she sends herself flowers. Okay. Those are the ugliest flowers <laughs> I've ever I've, fucking I've, seen. They're just, okay. They're not, they are not flowers that you would send to a significant other. Those were flowers that would be at, the hostess stand of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Those are not, those are gateway flowers. Like those are entrance flowers. Ooh, those are not, I like those that. are not, those are not personal flowers. I'm going to be using rid- that. I thought they looked ridiculous. Gateway flowers. Folks at home. You know, like somewhere, if you're entering a space, those are the type of flowers gateway that you would flowers. see. Oh my God. That Don't just changed think? my life. Um, Write that term down, guys. That's going to be on the <laughs> test. Gateway flowers. <laughs> Those are gateway flowers. And I just I just thought to myself, that doesn't that's not right. It's an entrance prop. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they were definitely going for the biggest flowers you could buy. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But Weird it just, to, like you if you want to go for most expensive, you know you send yourself roses, right? Right. Like why not just get the big heart of roses? Yeah, I thought the Kardashian hundred bundle. Seriously. Yeah. So but you're right. Like she's doing all this to make Kevin Bacon jealous because the whole time Kevin Bacon's like 
also starting to think that this guy is fake and is questioning her a lot and saying she won't say all details about oh, him. See, you gleaned that from that. Okay, here's where the discussion comes in. I'm loving this. I gleaned that Kevin Bacon was getting turned on by knowing that she was taken. So he, I'm thinking oh, he's this I, big old idiot who doesn't no, care. I, I agree. I think both. Oh, I think, think he's both. he was he was okay. definitely thinking that, and he he keeps saying like I hope like I think he's fake. I think he's fake. But I think that comes from this idea of like I hope he's I hope he is fake because mm, I thought Kevin he's... Bacon was so stupid in this that like <laughs> that he 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 never it never occurred to him that Nick would be fake. He just was like a big idiot turned on by the fact that she was taken, and he likes he's a bad boy, right? Yeah. He's a bad boy, and... This was 97, where bad boys were still, like, a thing. (laughs) What's interesting about Kevin Bacon is that he also works in the office, and kind of a big motto in the office is dress the part, dress the part, Mm -hmm. and he's he kind of looks like a mess, so... I know, he's like, I could be making The hair is inappropriate. It's the hair, yeah. But, um, I don't know if it's the day after or when, but... Oh, they're, like, hooking up one night, and she wakes up in the morning... And I guess this is after the flowers and then the morning news is playing and and we see Nick had performed some feat of strength, some sort of heroic act. What what did he save? A child? A did cat? He, he saved like a kid from a burning building? Was it a fire? I don't even know. It was like a, yeah, he saved a kid from a fire and he fell on his back to protect the baby. Because like the rest of the movie, he's got like this random like wrist cast and you're just like, wait. <laughs> And he becomes he becomes local hero, local hero yeah. in New York City, um, or Boston. It Unclear. It? It's just on the news. Yeah, it was in the New York Post though, which definitely made me think it happened in New York City. But again, this was unclear. Yeah. About the point is, it's 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 crossing state lines. I think <laughs> it's it's making it's waves big. across the country. Yeah. Because even her boss is like, "Whoa, that get, guy! Get him out here." Get him here. We love him. We love a hero. Get him out here. We want to take him. We want to take you both to dinner. Yeah. Then this becomes the big, the climax of the movie. The is they're building up to this dinner that he has to go to. Yeah. And that's when Jennifer Aniston finally reaches out to him. Yeah. And with a really him. fair deal, I thought a thousand a bucks, a very fair deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "Come out, um, pretend to be engaged to me." I'll give you a thousand bucks. I'll cover your flights, expenses. You can stay with me. I'd be, I'd be like, yes, I'm taking that. Yeah, free trip to New York City. Yeah, but he says, no, I won't take your money, but I do want to come to dinner. Yeah, and, and he does. And we're supposed yeah, to think wa- this is the guy now, right? Yeah, he's he's he he definitely is attracted to her, and we're supposed to get little goosebumps on our arm that they're in love or, or something. Um, it's weird, and and it's, it's weird because <laughs> I mean, of who they, they picked. They've spent ten minutes together before this, so it's it's strange. But he does show up to her apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, he's sleeping on the couch. Obviously, this is strictly business. Yeah. And um, in the run up to the dinner, they're they are rehearsing a lot of their lines about what they're going to say in terms of. Um, their backstory and how they met Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then and jennifer aniston's getting a little bit selfish like she's only grilling him on what he knows about her yes she's not concerned with what she doesn't know about him 
How do right. you take your coffee? And then we get that cutie walk and talk where we're supposed to glean. Um, they're in love. Right? Yeah. It's it's strange because like you're you're right. The whole time she's all business and he's kind of making googly eyes at her. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of stuff. And um, we find out that her plan is that at the big dinner. Yes. She's going to orchestrate a scene where they get into a huge fight and then they break up. Yeah. At the table. Make a big show of it. Which was not unnecessary. She could have just said we broke up. <laughs> yeah, it this part really perplexed me because <laughs> because it seemed like her fear was, right? Like it's going to be hard to keep this charade up, so we need to end it. Mm-hmm. But if we can get to the table and get through dinner, why then at the, in the last 15 minutes stage an unprofessional breakup? When you could have just waited to the next day and then just told everybody that. Yeah, you had some sort of fight at home. Keep it private, at least. Yeah, I, I didn't understand the the spectacle of it. Me too, because I got a lot of secondhand embarrassment, honestly, from the spectacle. Because <laughs> shocker at this point, which is not such a shocker, is he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to break up with her. He likes her. So he's like <laughs> fighting back under the table. And she's like, break up with me already. And he's like, no, I won't do it. And, and he embarrasses her, too, by coming out and saying that he's not a, a, a music video videographer. He's a uh, wedding videographer. I, what were those reaction shots from her? It's like everyone around the table. OK, so like pre all the drama, they're going around the table and they're like, I've been married once. I've been married twice. This is my third. And he's like, ah, ha, ha, you guys know a lot about marriage. And I'm like, this is yeah. weird. This is so weird. Like, why are we bragging about this? <laughs> well, the whole dinner was weird because it was... It was unclear how they were trying to communicate how he was being received. No, I know. I thought he was doing a great job. Yeah, I think he was doing a good job. And then, because there's definitely a shock in the room when he reveals he's not a music video videographer. And then they do a tight shot on her face and it's like her heart is sinking like, oh no, oh no. But it's just like, who cares? Like a video, a wedding videographer is like a fine job. But but then he gets (laughs) everyone back on board when he's like, in my job, I get to be at everyone's most important day of yeah, their life. And yeah. they invited me. I was like, okay, that's not really true. But like, <laughs> You're you are there. Help. You are there. You are there. It, it, it's like a moment. Maybe it, that scene's ex- executed perfectly. Maybe it's the switch that really gets us on board with Nick. It's the switch from this guy's lame to, oh, yeah. no, he has a heart. He does have a heart. And then what's interesting, though, is that you kind of see the switch, you think, in Jennifer Aniston's eye. But that's when they get up from the table and she's like, what are you doing? Time to act up. Like, we're time to do the stunt. And we're like, oh, I thought you were going to say. I love you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought she was going to be like, no, don't do it tonight. Let's go home first. Yeah, it was interesting that it didn't really take for her. Yeah, so then Um, they get back to the table and her choice gave me so much embarrassment because it's pretty clear he's not going to do it, right? So she stages a phone call from his like cell phone or whatever um, from an ex-mistress of his where she's like, I can't believe you. And I just wrote Academy Awards for Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought, you know, her whole goal in the movie is to be taken more seriously as a professional. And this just seemed to really sink it down the drain. This is a real tantrum. (laughs) It's a real tantrum. I I guess it's not a tantrum if you believe what the office mates would believe, which is she's been cheated on. 
Yeah. So so it's not a tantrum. It's like a very real raw reaction. But like for us as like the moviegoer, it's just like you're just cringing because you know it's fake. <laughs> yeah, it's cringing, and like he then feels forced to sort of go along with it, and he says that she has somebody too, and. Yeah, he's like, I have a mistress, and so do you. And then that's when he really nails it home with, your mistress is your work. And that work. was the script. That was the script the whole time. You're married to this company. It's always work, 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 and never me. And then he does it. And I feel really bad for him because it's a very public display. And yeah. he looks bad, bad. Like, he looks terrible publicly. How, like, he, almost unrecoverable. Yeah, I think it's... I, it's certainly humiliating and I think it definitely um, I, yeah I don't know how you show your face in public after that yeah it's really weird it's just like this poor man's like reputation has sort of been really tainted because there are plenty of people at that restaurant who are never going to forget that night <laughs> <laughs> and he's not going to get to apologize to any of them <laughs> no and he's certainly not going to get any of their business that's no, for sure of course not um, it's worth mentioning to double back that um, when she was grilling Nick on her life, she's giving him like all these little stories and anecdotes. And that is when we get this really weird, intimate speech th- through her bedroom wall about her father mm. and him taking her to buy this like Disney watch. Do you remember yeah. this? Yes. Uh, yes and no. Yes because and I no. Wasn't- I wasn't really listening, and then I was very confused when a watch appears later on. <laughs> it's like, again, it's a really intimate conversation, but it's happening across her apartment. So they're yeah. not in the same room. And the, the camera is like telling you this is important, but you're just like, yeah. this feels like one of those 10th hour JLo speeches where she's going to whisper, I remember my dad and... He bought me yeah. this watch and whatever, but you're, you're kind of filing it away. And I only bring it up to make our podcast make the most sense in a couple of frames. <laughs> yeah, because the next day. Because the next day. <laughs> no, okay, so she does go home that night with Kevin Bacon. She does. She's terrible. And then this was so wild. As they're like leaving or something, or at the he knocks her in the eye. Yeah, they're like, she's scrambling to leave i guess she wants to get out of there yeah i think kevin bacon finds out nick the nick thing was never real and he's like wait you aren't a bad girl i don't want you anymore and then in their kerfuffle to get out he knocks her in the head yeah he he certainly is like he didn't punch her out but he definitely like elbowed her by accident he put his back into it She has a and black eye. It's a real bruise, though. Oh, it's intense. Yeah. And she comes home with it's it. It's a shiner. <laughs> yeah. She's got a real shiner. She comes home to her apartment. Nick's on the couch. And he jumps up like a little puppy dog and gets her some peas. And he's like, did he hit, did he hit you? And she goes, no. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> Sorry. Domestic violence just, isn't funny, but he didn't just little, mean it. No, no, no. He didn't hit her. He didn't and hit her. It, um, yeah, that's, and they, they certainly bond a little bit. Um, and, you know, it, it definitely feels like in this moment, she starts to feel a little bit more for Nick, but you can't help but only think that because she's just essentially been dumped by Kevin Bacon. So, yeah. So it's kind of like, what else is she going to cling to? You know? Yeah. She's I was waiting to see the desire come from within her and it still wasn't. <laughs> There was no internal desire. Nick has a lot of desire. She does not. The Nick thing wraps up kind of fine. Like he slip, he sleeps over, but he gets out of her hair. Oh, no, no. He sticks around the next morning, but she goes to work. 
Right. He he leaves a note. Um, well, that's after. But he he does call her in the morning. Yeah. And then Or does she call him? I can't remember. She calls him and she's like, Oh my god, you're still there at my house. Thank God. Because I was so worried that you were gonna leave without me getting to say goodbye. And then as an audience, we're like, Whoa. Wait. Yeah. She likes him. Oh my god. No, this was cute because she was like, Oh my god, you're still there? Yeah, it was cute. But I'm also like, It's your house, girl. <laughs> He's your key. And then she was like, he has to say goodbye. But then she was <laughs> But then she was like, wait, I'll call you right back. Yeah. And guess what? She she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. And that's. It's truly the message. I don't know. I have, I'm conflicted about this because he shows up at the end of the day and says to her, like, you never called me back. Mm-hmm. And she does seem genuinely sorry about it. I call like, it such bullshit like, oh, on her forgetting, though. She's like, oh, my God. I like. I was so busy, I didn't even look up at the clock. It's like, babe, it's dark out, and there's no way you forgot. That's what I'm, through lunch. Yeah, it's hard. It's like it's it's so many things going on. It's like number one, they're not even in a relationship, so she doesn't really owe him anything. Yeah. Number two, she didn't forget. She didn't forget. <laughs> but he shows up, and he's really, truly, truly disappointed. And is this the point where she tries to hand him the envelope again of money? I think so. Probably. she Like, he's like, goodbye. You know, you never called back. And, like, we do see her, like, kind of feel a little sad. But she's really not doing that tropey thing where she just confesses that she loves him, you know, in this movie. She's just like, goodbye. And then I think this is where she hands him. She could take it or leave it, it seems like, the way she's playing it. Yeah. She hands him that envelope of money again. And this time he takes it, <laughs> I think. No, he does. Because he has to put something in it. Hee, 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 hee. <laughs> and she um, goes back home and she finds the envelope on the couch all sealed up and she realizes he left it. When did he, how did he get her the gift? I guess he had a moment to run out, you know, <laughs> in that 12 hours. That's why I'm so confused. No, I know. How did he get her the watch? I know. Didn't you want like a moment from him where he's like, my sister had a watch like that. And then he calls his like sister. So, it, it was just like an obscure watch to... I'm like, there's no eBay. Locate. No, e- that's what I'm saying. There's no internet. It, how cool? How cool would it Imagine have been? Imagine she was making up the watch and he spent hours <laughs> looking for it. How absolutely cool would it have been to have just like another scene where he's like, hmm, my sister has a watch like that. And he calls his sister and meets her in Central Park really quick. Or um, he's perusing the streets. Or he had the watch or something yeah, like that. something fun. they could bond or over. Or like when Jen Aniston runs out to get that quick quickie drink with Kevin Bacon and um, Nick does show up to intercept the drink. How cool would it have been if he's walking and he's he's like finds like an antique shop and he walks in and he just sees the watch and gets it, you know? Yeah. Could have been cool. Something. Yeah. It was just, it was a little bit confusing when she opens up the envelope. Yeah. And she finds her Cinderella or what character was it? Some Disney watch. Right? <laughs> Something immature. Something bullshit. <laughs> she got it when yeah, she was like so when she- <laughs> Yeah, when she found when she gets the watch, it's like, okay. But that makes her run, run, run to Boston, I think, where he's filming a wedding. No, well, first, or he's filming a wedding like down the street or something. No, but before that, once she gets the watch, is when she has her like big pitch. Because then they say we're gonna now up it and we're gonna do an ad at the Super Bowl with for mustard. Oh god! And they're like, you're you're gonna do the presentation tomorrow and mm. that's when she puts the watch on at the presentation 
which looks ridiculous. Oh, I, okay. And then she's We're like, forgetting something really key because they reveal the watch in a really cute way. She's about to do the yeah. presentation and the woman serves her some fruit and the woman says, I'll be like four fifty, And she goes, oh, hold on a second. And she cracks open the envelope and then she does a double take in the envelope and it's like there's not just, money. just pay for my petty cash yeah she, she's like let me let me knock into this petty cash yeah and we've all done it i used to have a job that was pure petty cash and yeah, she yeah. like unseals it and i'm like what is she gonna find in there like I, would, I was like oh there's gonna be no money in there and that's gonna be embarrassing for her she can't pay for the fruit and then she looks and then the watch is in there yeah so you're yeah, right yeah. it is the eve the morning of the the, the big presentation yeah, yeah, and yeah. She does end up get, getting up there and giving some sort of speech, right? Or no, she just leaves. She does, but she doesn't give the pitch. She's like, I can't give the speech. Yeah, and then she pieces. what I'm what I am going to do is I'm going to tell you guys the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're all looking at her like she's insane. They're like, the man who cheated on you, what? And she's like, no, he didn't. <laughs> and they're like, okay, crazy. You're insane. I know why you're not you're married. Nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- her boss is kind of like, okay, like, why don't you just go? Yeah, have fun okay, with that. Okay, take a few, take a few days. We'll we'll figure we'll it out. We'll back on this in the morning, but yeah, have your moment. But what's hard about the watch this scene is that this is the only scene in the movie where she has any emotion for Nick. However. It feels like she's more so reminiscing about her childhood, <laughs> right? Than she is about Nick. Because, again, the whole movie, they keep saying dress for what you want. And, and she does say this again. She's dressing for her childhood. Yeah, it's, it's weird. She repeats dress for the job you want. I don't. I can't tell you what the message was from that. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> She repeats it and I wrote it in my notes, but I have nothing I have nothing attached it's to it. It's like one of those phrases that you just say and it's 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 a it, joke. It, it, it's like a big joke in life. Like dress for the job you want and it's like you're yeah. in like a hooker outfit. Ha ha ha. But, but, you know, but it's in, like funny. But in this in in this one, it's like she's not because she's putting on her childhood watch. I know. Okay, let's go more metaphorical and symbolic with it, okay? Yeah. Um dress for the job you want. I am now a more authentic person. Now I am behaving as authentically me with this watch on. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But it just sounds like she she has, she has wants her dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like poor mom. We've like, seen mom it was the whole cute. movie be like so loving. And she's like, nah. <laughs> it's, it's cute, right? It certainly is like, oh, this should pack an emotional punch. It just doesn't seem like those two dots necessarily connect between getting this memory of her father and now wanting to be with Nick. It was tentative at best. Um, I wrote this 10th hour speech, trademark to us. I said, kind of weak. It's weak. Kind of weak. Kind of weak. Just for the job you want is not the theme that I wanted to see dragged through this movie. You know? Well, what's strange is that what what you think the 10th hour speech is going to be is her saying to everyone at work, including her friend, I guess, like, you guys have been telling me that I need to get my life together. Like, none of you guys have your lives yeah, together. Like, like, it's pitiful. I'm out of, I'm out of here and I'm going to go live my life. And she puts on her watch and she leaves. Mm-hmm. But she sort of says, like, no, I just need a few days off to take care of this. I'll be so back. I'll be right back is literally the message. <laughs> 
it's I wanted her to slap that watch on and like be like I'm gonna go work for myself like that's the messaging like ditch the man and I'm taking the clients and with I'm ta- me I'm taking Gouldens with me yeah they love her um, the client loves her and you want to know how we know the client loves her because he makes that disgusting joke um <laughs> at her at the party um, he's like, picture Which this. Which we totally skipped, we skipped over, the, her short green dress. We skipped dress. it, but it's it's all hitting home for me right now because the only piece of information we have that the client absolutely adores her and loves her, and this is what yeah. scares the boss man into saying, you need to be more tied to this company or you're going to run with my client, is because he makes a dirty joke about how <laughs> the campaign for Goldens should be like a model Oh, with yeah. Imp- who's like in a pool of mustard or in something implied nude. No, he- she's in like a tub. <laughs> he kept saying that. It's implied it- nudity. I guess it would be implied nudity. And she's saying like spread this or something. And- <laughs> Which, by the way. Funny. I- that's a fun. I thought to myself, no, that's an idea. Put that in Rolling Stone, you know? That's a funny ad. Like <laughs> spread this with mustard. That's in a bowl of mustard. Like you're... Your body is just a mustard. That's funny. It's so funny. And so we see on Jennifer Aniston's face, she's like, oh my God, ew, blah, blah, blah. And like we as an audience are like, oh my God, ew. But the client the yeah. client in the next frame is like, I, she's great. I love her. Because <laughs> she, go, she yeah, goes, she well, goes, nice. All- good job. <laughs> I, like, I like it. And, and also like when she does roll up to the party in that short shirt, like green dress. It's so beautiful. But yes. <laughs> And her boss introduces her to, like, the head mustard guy. He's like, I saw you as soon as you walked into the room. Yes, please, ball. <laughs> this movie's so great. So, okay, fast forward to the end of the movie now. Yeah. And we wanted her to ditch the office job, but she doesn't. She just goes and finds Nick. She has her cake and eats it, too. Literally, she, she, puts her watch she on. keeps both because I'm sure rent in New York City was not cheap, you know? No, and it never was. And for that extra and... one fifty a week, did you see her crunching the salary numbers on paper? And it was like fifty k a year, one thousand something a week, sixty k a year. Yeah, and she's crunching it on paper. What was that? <laughs> Just for us? <laughs> I think it's. I've done that before. I've sat there and crunched think, those numbers. Yeah, I think it was definitely trying to hit it home that like she she needs this. She needs this promotion. And however. She then heads to, I don't know how she knows where the wedding is, where he's doing the videography for it, but she finds she it. She smells it out. <laughs> she sniffs it out <laughs> like a little pig. And she opens the doors to the church. And I thought this was ridiculous. She causes a huge scene. So embarrassing. So inappropriate. Um, speak now or forever hold your peace joke made. Why? Yeah. It's not about them. It's about you and your drama with Nick. She, what was so funny about this scene is that he is, this is a client. This He doesn't really know these people. Like, he's just there filming them. She interrupts their whole wedding yep. Yep. to give her speech. Yep. And he he tries to be like, hey, can you wait? And she's like, no. no. I can't wait. He he hands his camera off to somebody in the audience. He goes, hey, hold this for me. Point, point it this way. And he, yeah, he points it towards the bride. And I was like, oh my That's God. That's so unprofessional. But like, at first she goes and she's like, thanks for the watch. And he goes, okay, bye. And like, which I appreciate. Which I appreciate because that's the truth of the situation. But she, she's kind of a brat in this movie. I'm going to say it. She's a brat. No, she's very brat. She's like a huge brat. And it's like, she just, like you said, she wants to have her cake and eat it too. And so she is like, I need to cause a scene. And she does. But, um, 
you know, it's one of those like very peachy, keen wrap ups where everyone's like fine for it. They do steal away around the corner to to like hash it out. And the whole church is listening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when they're done, the whole church snaps back forward like they weren't just listening. Fun, 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 fun. It was just funny because then he like invites her to stay for the reception. I was like, this isn't even your wedding. Like, Do you, you get can't... a plus one when you're a worker? <laughs> no. Do your job, Nick. But they do kiss. I just thought it was. Yeah, I just thought I thought that it was it was just it was just shocking to me that they would let her interrupt it like that. But um, that is how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. And at, at which point um, I wrote in my notes, who is Nick? Who is this? Who is Nick? (laughs) I didn't mean actor wise. Like I've never heard of that man ever again. Yeah, the actor wise, but the the question that was I was wrestling with when when the movie ended was I really thought to myself, you know, like we think about a lot. How long are these two gonna last? Oh my god, moments, minutes, 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 (laughs) seconds. They don't like. Unlike some of the other ones where, like, they've had, like, really formative experiences together. Oh, yeah. These two have had done nothing together. Like, they, they've they they've experienced no moments together. Exactly. And really. he's got rose-colored glasses on. He really doesn't know how much of a brat I think she is. Really. He doesn't know what he's getting into. Yeah. And I think he's a little naive. He's a little immature. She's a brat. Yeah. She's very immature. Yeah. They, they have no staying power whatsoever. They are going to... Well, okay, let's give the movie some credit here, okay? Um, she says, we don't have to get married and we don't have to move in, but I would like to take you for coffee. And that's where yeah. they're starting from. We can see where this is going. Yeah, and I'm like, they break up after that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they barely make it through He's one like, cup. wait, 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 no. Because, <laughs> you know, the cute, really cutie joke of the movie was how do you take your coffee? That's how you really know someone. Yeah, yeah. I like that better than dress for the part you want. <laughs> So maybe it was appropriate that we started talking about Starbucks. We, like I said, it's a coffee. Mo- it's a coffee mo- <laughs> retrospect. We nail it. Heinz site. Heinz. Num- is that is that number one? <laughs> I thought so. I prefer Golden. I just want to say mustard. Is is that a real brand of mustard? Yeah. Have you never seen that bottle before? It's amazing. I, d- I don't like mustard. Oh, okay. I don't like the mustard. product placement in this was very interesting. I wonder if Golden's gave him a payout to to be named number two. <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. Really interesting. That was really interesting how they would want to be portrayed. Do you think but, that um, that was like for played for comedy? Like, do you think they're like, let's what product is she pushing this whole movie? Mustard, funny. I guess it was funny, yeah, right? I guess it was it's so funny. unsexy. I mean, there are fun. The, yeah, it's like the least sexy condiment, but I guess there are funnier condiments. But because she could have been very J Lo in second act, like she could have been pushing some beauty products, you know, something that made sense for like a woman yeah. in New York City at twenty eight. But she's yeah, pushing. I think, I think mustard, mustard was like what 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 what'll get a big laugh. Ha ha ha! Goulden's mustard. Yeah, I what? can't even tell you really the ending shot of this movie. Like, if you put a gun to my head and said like, "How does this end?" <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Is it at the reception? Is it at the church? I don't remember. I don't remember, honestly. Is it at her apartment? Is she looking at her watch? Are they at a coffee shop? I don't know. <laughs> Unclear. Because I was really at this point waiting for the credits, got to admit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I did look up some gossip, which I texted to you, was that Jennifer Aniston wanted anybody but this man to play Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> she famously, I mean, allegedly, um, yelled on day one of shooting. They screen tested six men six 
and they went with the one guy I don't like. And Ooh. so the whole shoot, apparently she was really mean to him. And she kept saying, six, six. That's unprofessional. Which, if true, is fucked up. It's on the IMDb movie trivia. And the man, so Jay Moore himself, who plays Nick, who I don't know, said that she did this. Um, <laughs> but like, okay, so like what, what incentive would he have to lie? I don't know. Probably plenty. But... I think you can really tell they don't like each other. They have no chemistry. I mean, they have zero. They have negative chemistry. They have negative chemistry. He's wet mop energy. Um, and she is like trying. But he doesn't even have yeah. name power. Like get another Kevin Bacon name in this movie and then I'm going to assume they're going to end up together. She's definitely trying harder in the Kevin Bacon scenes. So. Agree. Because they're sexy together. That's interesting to know, though. Like, I know. that she actually was carrying on like that. I want to say it's all alleged. It is in the trivia, but, you know, put that in your Good coffee and me. stir it. Good enough for Good me. Good enough for me. So, all right. Did you have anything else to add after that? No, I mean, it was, it was interesting, again, to see... To see another star vehicle that focused on work. Hmm. Um, In a very kind of weird opposite messaging way of like get married. But this was work. a real thinker. This was a real thinker. This was a real thinker. This one. I still don't know what to think about it. I'm going to be sitting with this one for a while, honestly. It sits with you. It's 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 up there with some of those, some of the greats that you just can't shake off. No, I really can't shake this one off. I'm, I'm going to be... <laughs> especially like I, I opened with this I do think we I'm sure we send mixed messages to men too I'm gonna say that but I just feel like we owe women a massive apology it was just like if you watched any of these movies coming up you don't know what to think I'm sorry you it, there's such mixed messaging what am I supposed to do am I supposed to catch the bouquet or not am I supposed to just accept it am I supposed to get married am I not if I want to be a boss ba- like which is it you know it's confusing I think what the, I, I it, yeah no, I listen. I don't have a great answer for you. I, I came this, here to consult movie, the one man I know. You. The, this movie is not the North Star that you hope it to be, but I do. I do generally think, and this might change. I do feel like the movie is advocating that you should try to have it all. Okay, and in that, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. And if you can't have it all, then no. Actually, no. the The message is to have it all. <laughs> I find this movie so pro-business. No it's like they should put this in like a CEO, a wannabe CEO like starter kit. It's like watch this movie. Yeah. Because this is the way you brainwash your employees into staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very pro-business for sure. Very pro-business yeah. and very pro-career. I feel over... like it's trying to do a cleanup job of capitalism in the same way Made in Manhattan is trying to do a cleanup job on uh, conservative American values. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, I think – well, I think what it's saying is that it's saying that actually having a career and having a family, they actually go together and that they're not at odds with each other. You need Which both. I think you need both and I think in some ways that probably was very progressive for the time. Like I said, time machine? <laughs> like career and family are not at odds. Uh-huh. And that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And again, my fa- one of my favorite parts of this movie is the men and women agree wholeheartedly and they are on the same page, both of them. Everyone, no, 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 everyone, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. Men and women alike agree. Tie yourself down. That you should have a job and a family. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow, we did it. That was great. That was it. 
Yeah. So, okay. Welcome to season three of Star Vehicle. <laughs> Folks at home, we don't know how long this one's going to go. <laughs> no, it's like HBO. Every episode's a different length. Literally. Every season's a different length. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, but this is a cumulative curriculum, as always. This is our first yeah. foray into Jennifer Aniston, which I'm very excited about. Um, yeah. Of course, please rate us and like give us a comment because we love it. Yeah. Just like... Yeah. Just like Jennifer Aniston likes getting feedback in her business meetings. Yeah. Um, if you had a time machine, what day are you going back to? Whenever this came out. <laughs> that's it. That's the right answer. That's it. All right. Well, that's not on that. Bye, Steven. Bye.